All right, people, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Person Frame Rate Show. I am BF Baller. We are episode 269, just chugging right along, talking about Atlanta Falcons and Georgia Southern football. And I have a pretty compact show for you guys today. Not going to hold you guys over for too long. It is Friday, so um, hopefully you guys enjoy your weekend. A lot more football going to be on deck. And um, I did say I was going to talk more about uh, the playoffs, but <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest. I don't have a dog in a fight. Um, quite frankly, when it comes to the playoffs, I mean, yeah, I think I, t- I think I said that if I didn't, that's what I was meaning the playoffs. Um, I did not like what I saw last week when it came to the playoffs. I, I thought it was a lot of bad football. Um, I think I discussed that earlier this week, but I will admit there are going to be some better games this week and depends on how things go. I may do some content this weekend just giving my two cents on the playoffs so be on the lookout for you know content this weekend i may do that because normally i do monday through friday when it comes to uh you know just doing content on the youtube channel now when i talk about content throughout the weekend it's going to be on the youtube channel so you guys that are on the uh, podcast side that that's listening on the podcast side you come over here to the YouTube channel, which you can't, it's not hard to find. It's first in frame rates. I pop right on up and I will probably have some content where it comes to the actual playoffs. Cause I think you got some pretty good games, you know? So, um, but there was not much to talk about in my opinion throughout the week. Um, it, just like I said, with me being a Falcons fan, I don't have a dog in a fight, but I do have a lot of Falcon stuff to talk about, which I've done throughout most of the week. So, um, yeah, and I'm going to continue that. I'm talking about Deion Jones today, um, why I think he's still important for the Atlanta Falcons. And um, I want to get your thoughts and opinions if you want to give me feedback or whatever the case may be. Um, you may see on my shirt I'm wearing a, a, a Coca-Cola um, a hoodie. Um, no, I'm I'm not necessarily endorsing them, but, I mean, I do work for the company in my, um, in my personal life, so... I mean, I'm not like, there's not an ad. I work for the, I work for the company. So it is what it is. Now let's go ahead and get into a few things before we get started. Um, Clay Helton and them. I know I, I, not much George Southern stuff to talk about. Coach Clay Helton, they're still moving along in Georgia. 64 counties now. They started at 23, jumped to 49. Now they're at 64. Um, like I said, I thought that maybe they will slow down. And um, it looked like it's a little bit of slowing down. They only went to 15 counties this go around, which isn't, isn't bad. I'm not, I'm not complaining about it. It's not a bad thing at all. But I just feel that, you know, I thought they was going to slow down a little bit. They're probably going to slow down a little bit more for Friday. Monday, maybe they still get to that 100 uh, um, county mark by Monday. But that, that will be phenomenal. I mean, they have 59 to go. But uh, they're, they're going through these counties and catching up with a lot of these football programs and these high schools. I mean, look, I, one thing I love, this one thing I would want to do, and this is a little bit off topic. So one thing I would want to do when it's all said and done, when I get a little bit older, you know, I'm I'm not a spring chicken now. I'm not a young guy. But when I get a little bit older, I just I really I truly I just want to take a week, um, probably a week out of every year and just travel to a Pacific, uh, 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 just a state or so, maybe like Georgia, because I'm from Georgia. I just want to travel and go to all these small towns in the state where they have like these phenomenal small diners 
or these really good uh, hole in the wall restaurants. And um, I want to take a chance to just try their food. Now me, I work for Coca-Cola. I'm a trucker. So I do get to do that in some form of capacity, but I still have to work at the same time. I want to be able to do it at my own leisure. So um, I know my wife will be down. She doesn't care. As long as she's sitting in the passenger seat and don't have to drive, she'll play on her phone and drive all and, and let me drive all day. One day, one week, I, 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 oh, hell, this could be even be a day trip where I could just hit like four or five small towns, you know, you know, and maybe for one day and just hit up four or five small towns where I could just go and just visit for a day. Maybe that'd be two days, but still a weekend. But still, that's something I would want to do. And I know that's a little off topic, but, you know, I just find it fascinating that Georgia Southern is like moving these guys all over the state to to find recruits and players and have uh, relationships throughout the entire state of Georgia. I think that is phenomenal. That, to me, that's like kind of unheard of. But um, nevertheless, kudos to Georgia Southern. Love what they do. Let's talk about these Falcons. Um, If you are first, if this is your first time here, I really appreciate it. Like, share, subscribe if you're watching on the YouTube side. If you're on the podcast side, it's your first time here. Subscribe and take the time to subscribe. And I, every day, Monday through Friday, I put up content for you guys talking about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football. So hopefully you guys will continue to uh, watch and or listen. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for the support. Going into week three of this format. And you guys have made it well worth it. I really, really appreciate it. All right, let's go ahead. Like I said, I've been talking enough. Deion Jones, why he is con- still will be an important uh, factor, uh, an important piece of the Atlanta Falcons defense. Now, I want to sit here in preference, and I want to I want to go ahead and say he did not have a uh, he did not have the greatest season last week last year. It was not a good season. I'm not going to sit here and say that it was. No interceptions, no touchdowns. He did have a couple of forced fumbles. And he had a sack. So um, that that's pretty cool that he did have something happen throughout the season. But I will say that um, we could have more production out of him. Now, there's already talk saying they may trade him or whatever the case may be. I'm looking at the salary cap. I'm looking at his salary. He's one of those salaries that you look at and be like, um, okay, we got a problem here because uh, – his contract is pretty uh hefty. It's a pretty hefty contract. And uh I'm going to sportstrack.com just to uh give you guys an idea of what kind of contract he had. He is there's a potential out in 2022. So they could out this contract. I don't know if it's at the beginning of the season or the end. Of, I think it's at the end of the season after I I'm not sure. Because yeah, it looks like he has a potential out here. Um, I don't know if they're going to continue to sit on this contract, but if they don't, he's going to be uh, $24 million against the cap. Uh, this could be a situation where they may. I can see why, the money-wise, why they will probably try to trade him. But I'm looking at on the field, even though he had a down year, I think he still can be a very good asset for this team. Um, very athletic, very highly underrated. Um, things just didn't go the way that we thought it was going to go this season under Dean Pease, his first year. There's been times where Deion Jones kind of look a little lost. I, I, I cannot defend nothing, <laughs> too much of anything that he's done this season. I, I'll be the first to admit. Now, a lot of people will sit here and say, that's the reason why you want to get rid of him. And uh, I get it. And it's like, all right, that's cool because of that one season. Now, the overall, the overall aspect of it, I think you should at least – Go ahead and hold on to him 
um, if you can afford it. And I'm not saying that all by all means, but if you can afford it, because you know, it, got, it still got four year Luacon. Um, he's a free agent right now. He's the leading leader in tackles, and he's the one that a lot of people saying we need to hold on to him because he can, he's a tackling machine. Deion Jones brings leadership, and if it wasn't for Deion Jones, Foyer Lucon probably wouldn't be the player that he is. And I, I don't know if a lot of people really realize that because, you know, Deion Jones is like the quarterback of the defense. Now, does that mean, does that absolve him of his lack of production? No, but I still feel that that production will come back. I think it will. And um, with not just Deion Jones, you look at everything else that's been going on with this team. The lack of pass rush, Grady Jarrett hasn't had any help on the defensive line for the most part. Dante Fowler's hit and miss. Outside of A.J. Terrell, you don't have pretty much anybody in the secondary that was able to actually, you know, step up. Richie Grant did the best he could, but he's a rookie, and he showed his rookie ways. Now, do I need to talk about Dwayne Harmon? No, I don't even want to talk about it. Fabian Monroe? No, I don't want to talk about him. But, you know, when you look at all of these other players, you look at, like, uh, Grady Jarrett, Alua Khan, uh, Deion Jones, A.J. Terrell. Now, those four guys are, like, pretty much a catalyst for the defense. And um, it's just right now you got to possibly make a decision between the two, Foy Alua Khan or, a, uh, uh, or Deion Jones. Right now, it's hard for me to say to pick one or the other. I don't know which one because even though Deion Jones had a down year, it's not an indictment on him in general. Same thing with Foya Luakon. Even though he had one great year when he led the league in tackles, that's not an indictment or that's not like a, a super plus for the, his entire time that he could be a Falcon. What if he doesn't match that next year? You know what I'm saying? You you want to pay for what possibly could be the case down the road. And I'm not saying that he can't do it. I truly believe he can. But... Is it worth the risk? You got to think about this in the big scheme of things. Um, if you do sign him, you already kind of strapped for cash. What are you going to do with your secondary? What are you going to do about the pass rush? You still got to find a way to to put money together to sign your draft picks and other pieces around the, around the team, not just on defense. You have to look at some stuff on offense as well. So, yes, Aluakon was very, very productive for the team and i'm not saying that they should just go ahead and get rid of him but when you're looking at the scenarios of what's going on here you have to understand why this could be the case or why that could be the case why Deion jones could probably still be around not just because of money but his uh talent same thing with foyer lucon it could be a reason why he's still around not just because of money but his talent or vice versa you could flip either one and with that being said I don't think it's going to be too much of a drop off if you do get rid of one or the other. And I know that sounds crazy because a lot of people are like, oh, man, you're going to get rid of all those tackles. Yes, you don't want to get rid of somebody who leads the league in tackles. But when you're looking at the scheme of things, you may need to find a way to get more players with more production. Like, for instance, we get rid of Foyer Lewicon. If we don't re-sign him and we turn around and get N'Kobe Dean, I think that's a huge upside. And I know I've been talking about N'Kobe Dean all week, but I'm just saying, if you get somebody like him, you turn around or you get Aiden Hutchinson, you're talking about guys who – um, will probably just give you about just as much as production, especially in the Kobe Dean, because the Kobe Dean is going to be playing pretty much that same position. Um, but again, you also need the pass rush. You just, I, I, I think what the Falcons may do, and um, I either way, I'm okay with either one. But when I'm looking at the money side of things, 
I don't see that it's viable for the Falcons to get rid of Deion Jones. Um, unless if a team's going to trade and take the money. Because that's the, that's the catalyst of all this. If you can come back where you're going to have more money in, in, in cap space, you probably want to take a spin on either one, you know, moving them around. or Three people, if you really want to talk about um, um, Calvin Ridley, which we already talked about that this week. So if you want to get more money back in your in, in, in cap space, this that that's probably like the only situation where I say, okay, go ahead and do this. And you start getting guys in here that are younger, some guys that are going to be a part of the Arthur Smith culture. Because if you look at this, all three of these guys that we're talking about, they're not Arthur Smith guys. You know what I'm saying? Calvin Ridley was a what uh, was a, a product of um of Dan Quinn's uh, draft. You know, Foy Luakon. Deion Jones, all those are Dan Quinn guys. So I, I can get it. I, I get it if they're able to move these guys without taking big, uh, a big significant issue on the cap side of things. Because, like I said, there's a potential out here in 2022 for Deion Jones. But with dead cap space of 24 mil, almost 25 mil, I don't know if that'll be viable. And he still has stuff in the tank to play some good ball. So you may not want to, you know, get rid of him. You know, you may 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 not be able to. Well, for Luakon being a, a a free agent, I mean, just to let him walk, you're not losing anything. I just don't know how this is going to be uh, configured. But I'm not in the front office, and there's a reason why because I'll be sitting here like, uh, what's the cheapest? And we'll still have a sorry team because we got cheap cheap players out there, and we're not paying for people that actually can ball. But that that's just me, and that, that, that that's why I'm not. That's why I'm behind this microphone. But I feel at the end of the day, um, Deion Jones is still important. I think with his leadership, I think with his ability, the things he's done in the past, I think he'd be able to recapture that next year. And um, hopefully he will be able to because his money well spent if he's able to be that guy, that leader, or that type of player that he's been in the years past where he's actually put up some pretty decent numbers. You know what I'm saying? And then another thing about this, he restructured last year. I'm looking at it right here. I didn't even know that. He restructured last year. So they basically kicked the money down the road for 2022, which is a potential out, which is kind of interesting and, and smart. But it just does them no good because now you're still faced with this again when you kick the can down the road. Will they be able to do it again? I doubt it. He has two more years left on his contract. He's an unrestricted free agent at the at age of 30 in 2024. Um I, I, I think that this is going to be a situation where they're probably just going to sit on him. Foyer, I, I'll be highly surprised if Foyer is actually re-signed. Um, just looking at it the way it is. I, it, it'd be nice, but I, I just feel like Deion Jones is like the guy to continue to hold on to. He, he, he has the leadership. Um, he just needs to have them production numbers back up. If he can do that once again, that will be the the move. Now, before we go, I want to talk about a little bit of his statistics. Um, you look at him here back in. Uh, you look at it here back in. Let me get this X out the way. Goodness, in the way. Um, you look at it back here in twenty um, seventeen. He had one hundred thirty eight tackles. You know what I mean? So he had one hundred thirty eight tackles, ninety one solo, one forced fumble, and three interceptions. Twenty eighteen was a down year. 
but I think he was he was hurt because he only played six games. So 2018, he didn't play much. Only 35% of the snaps, one sack, 53 tackles, 34 solo, and one forced fumble and two interceptions. Came back, played all 16 games in 2019. Um, 110 tackles, 68 solo, and uh, one interception. 2020 was probably one of his most productive years. 16 games played, four and a half sacks, 106 tackles, 73 of them were solo, and two forced fumbles and two interceptions. So 2020 was a pretty good season for him. And when you look at 2021, which this season when I was like, it was sometimes I felt like he was non-existent. But when you look at these numbers, these numbers aren't that bad. Now, you look at this, he played all 16 games, had two sacks, 137 tackles, 87 of them were solo, and one forced fumble. So, in a sense, his numbers still was going up despite, his numbers still was going up despite having a quote-unquote down year. And I can see where people could say you want to get, you want to move him because of the money. But as far as production, I don't see a problem with this. I think the production was pretty good. Yeah, he had some bad moments. He looked like he was turned around. He didn't know where he was going. But you look at these numbers right here. I don't. I. I. To me, I look like he's a keeper in my book. Even if you don't have Foya Luakon uh, with you, I still feel that with the money, the leadership, and him being the heart of this defense. And yes, I do feel like he's the heart of the defense. You still bring more value to it. And if Foya Luakon do not get resigned, I'm going to say this again: go get Nicobe Dean. Yeah, and I'm, I'm serious when I say it. I keep talking about this guy, but go find a way to get N'Kobe Dean in the draft. Him and Jones next to each other will be phenomenal. And um, like I said, Deion Jones have been teaching for a little kind of teaching others in the, on the defense. He'll do the same thing with N'Kobe Dean, and it's, it, I think it'll be it'll flourish. I'm going to stick with this N'Kobe Dean thing. I'll be highly – I won't be upset – I, but because I don't never really get any picks correct. I mean, I got the Richie Grant pick wrong um, when I thought they was going to get a running back, but they got Richie Grant instead. But yeah, that, that's another story for another day. I just feel like these guys could, could flourish with uh, Deion Jones continue to be in me being your middle linebacker. I, I still stick with that. I don't see why not. When you look at the statistics, you feel like things ain't been going right for the for him this season. But what's what's going right for this team in general? What 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 has gone right for the Falcons this year? I mean, outside of AJ Terrell and, and Cordell Patterson, um, Kyle Pitts, you know that's three players. But when you look at um, the totality of the entire uh, team, it, everything hasn't gone well. And for us to win seven games was actually a miracle. I'm actually surprised. And um, but that's that's pretty much uh where I'm gonna stand with that. I just feel that the the Falcons could could uh benefit from keeping Deion Jones around. Um, I think it's gonna be a really good uh, I think it's a win win for everybody. Even though the cap hit may be kind of weird, but um, well I ain't gonna say the cap hit, but just having that cap space is still gonna be kind of weird. I still think it works out for the Falcons, and um, it works for Deion Jones as well. But you never know. Next week, we got the next round of draft time. You may be talking about him getting moved and traded. You just don't know. I'm just talking about how I feel about things right now. Hopefully, things will be, you know, more concrete when things get closer to um, the real part of the offseason and the combine and the training camp and the draft, all that other good stuff. So we'll see how that goes.
so that's going to be pretty much it for this episode um like i said it's going to be a little more compact as usual around the 20 minute mark uh, i try to do these almost around the 25 30 minute mark but we only talk about one topic today we talked about Deion jones how important he still is for the falcons looking at the statistics looking at what he can bring to the table and i know people are trying to fixate uh, kind of fixate on foyer lewicon i think that at the end of the day even though he's the leading tackler i wouldn't be surprised if they move him but if they do move him Bring in the Kobe Dean. Bring him in to fill that void. I think that'll be a perfect one-to-one, if not an upgrade, because he's younger, and that dude looked like he can do a little bit of everything on defense. And um, if you're going to keep him, then, uh, hell, still try to get uh, the Kobe Dean and have all three of them out there together. That'd be awesome, but... Um, we'll talk about this at a later time. You know, there's going to be other topics that we're going to be talk that we be on. Um, once again, I may be doing some content on the YouTube channel if you are um interested talking about the playoffs. So check me out for that uh, on the YouTube channel. First and frame rates. Type that in. I pop right on up. If you're on the podcast side, thank you guys for continuous support. If you're on the, I, I, I usually on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor or whatever other podcast avenue that you like to choose and or like to use is right there for you i will be there monday through friday but the content that i'm talking about this weekend will be exclusively on the youtube channel hopefully you guys will check that out thank you guys for listening and i will see you guys on the next one you guys be blessed have a phenomenal weekend hopefully you get to enjoy all the football that you want to watch and everything and all that you can uh handle Yes, because football is awesome. I don't want to be bad football like last week. Jesus Christ, terrible. All right, y'all. Y'all be good. Y'all be blessed. Peace.